1: Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Are you a Christmas creep? You know, somebody who's already celebrating Christmas on November 5th? Well, good news. Apparently, and Holly's got all the details, it's just what the doctor ordered. If you're already putting up decorations or wish you were, and in fact, I was uh, trying to make a case for it this weekend, but uh, I'll tell you about that in a little bit. Um, you're you're apparently um, you're apparently in good company or at least uh, in good health. Holly, welcome, by the way, to the Colleen Bradley show on my talk, one oh seven one. Why is this just what the doctor ordered?
0: Ho, 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 Bradley. Put up the stockings with care. Deck the halls because putting up Christmas decorations is good for your health. And this is according to science. Okay, so... I'm not just telling you that it's going to look pretty.
1: We have talked about how, um, you know, I particularly have felt, and I know you have felt an affinity for Christmas music already. Yes. In a way that seems a little premature Mm -hmm. as compared to most years. We did a segment, I think, on Christmas creeps. People who want to put up uh, holidays before the holidays?
0: Yeah. Now, Christmas creeps are people who put up holiday decorations before Halloween. Yeah. These are people who put up their Christmas trees in the middle of October. That's a Christmas creep. So
1: what is... Or I was just going to say, what does medicine have to say about it?
0: Well, the Journal of Environmental Psychology says that people who put up their Christmas decorations early, which is now, are more inclined to feel warm and fuzzy. And putting up holiday decorations in your home can make you seem more approachable and sociable.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I would like to force some people to put up Christmas decorations concur, in their home. I concur, Bradley. <laughs> I know of you. There are some people that need some of that in their life.
0: Yes. So what science says, go ahead, do it. You're going to seem warm, fuzzy, sociable, all positive things. Now, Bradley, you said that you were trying to make the argument over the weekend.
1: Well, I just want to put them up, period, because for the last few years, we haven't. When we first got a dog, long story short, you don't care but. Uh, we just uh, elected not to put up a tree because of the dog. We didn't know what would happen. And now it's been like three years and I'm like, I I want some Christmas. And especially this year, I don't know if it's the weather or the crazy world that we live in. I just need a little Christmas right this very minute.
0: You do it, Bradley, because you're going to feel warm and fuzzy and and wonderful inside. But I
1: got the no uh, from home. Well, why? Because we have a Grinch who's trying to steal Christmas in our house.
0: He can't steal Christmas. I
1: know. And in fact, I said, you know, we really do need a little Christmas right this very minute. He didn't even know that I was making a pun. And then I started singing the song. Wasted. And then I told him where the song came from and he didn't believe me. And then I Googled it and proved it to him. (laughs) Like, I am all in on Christmas this year. I want Christmas decorations. I want Christmas smells. What's your favorite part of getting in the mood for the holidays?
0: I like the smells. I like the baking. I like the cooking. I like all of that kind of stuff and the music because Bradley, we already geeked out on it last week.
1: Yeah. Music is like the the first thing you do, right? Because it just yeah. sets that mood. Sets the tone. By the way, 651-641-1071. If you're a Christmas creep and uh, you need, you know, I don't know, we'll help you get what you need or we want to just hear what kind of uh, Christmas creep and you're already doing 651-641-1071. Sonny, are you a Christmas creep? Or how are you feeling? Well, about wait the holidays? a minute.
0: I thought you said Christmas creep was anybody who did anything before Halloween. Yeah. It is, but are you creeping now? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> are you full on creeping she's, now. She's I get. Ex- I'm excited. I. It's so. It's it's so warming to hear that you guys feel this way about the holidays because I just thought Minnesotans were just like, don't mention anything, don't
1: talk to me. Until next
0: April. I feel like I can't say the S word, snow.
1: Oh, I was going to say, what's what's the S word? I oh. feel like
0: I can't say anything regarding coldness and and, and happy neighborhood cheer. And
1: And there have been years, honestly, as somebody who has lived in this state for many, many years, 25 years this year, in fact. Congratulations. Happy anniversary to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are years where I'm like, I don't want snow. I want to live in Florida. I got to get out of here. This weather is killing me. Like there are just like those years. Right. But then there are years where I'm just like, I want to embrace it. I want to feel the snow. Like if you told me it's going to snow tomorrow, I would I wouldn't be like, oh, man, snow. I'd be like, that's kind of cool.
0: Because it's already been cold for the past month. It's been cloudy. We're already living in it. The leaves
1: are falling off the trees. Give me, you know, a nutmeg scented candle. (laughs) Give me a actually my favorite is pine scented candles. That puts me in the holiday mood. Um, I want to smell some gingerbread. I just saw somebody baking a, I watched a TV show yesterday where they were baking some traditional, uh, Christmas stuff. And it just got me all in the mood to like, I want to bake some things. And you want
0: to be just, just
1: wanna feel, yes, hygge. Yes. huga. I want to mm-hmm. be in that huga space. The cozy. That, uh, Norwegian or that Nordic cozy space. Let's go to the phones and talk to Amber. Let's find out how she's creeping on Christmas. Hey, Amber. Hi. Are you already? How about the... Well, I'm watching the
0: Hallmark Christmas movies for two weeks already. Two weeks, two weeks? already, you creep. Yes. Amber, how's it making oh. you feel? Oh, I love it. And I just sit and marathon and binge on And My husband thinks I'm absolutely crazy.
1: I was going to say, how are the people around you dealing with it? So your husband calls you crazy.
0: My daughters love it. And the dog, he just doesn't care. So
1: does it feel like this year more than others? Or is it just that's your t- that's your tradition?
0: I think I'm watching them a little bit more than I have in the past. Before, I would just, you know, watch the one that came on Saturday night. Now I'm watching them like all day Saturday and everything. It is. It's a really good feel-good thing.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you, Amber. You bet. Have a great day. Happy holidays. Mm -hmm. Let's move on to Heather. We're talking Christmas creeps. Holly says it's actually good for you. Yes. According to science. Heather, what are you doing? Um, I am going home with my daughter, but I went to Hobby Lobby this weekend with my mom and got all my Christmas decorations 50% off. Oh, my God. Nice. They're already selling Christmas decorations at a discount? Yes, and I've already started putting
0: them up. I've been watching Hallmark, and I am ready.
1: Oh, my God. Do you feel, Um, you know, I asked the, other, the previous caller if she felt this way. Do you feel like it's different this year, or is it, are you always a Christmas creep?
0: Um, we usually start right after Thanksgiving, but this year, there's something about this year. I can't pinpoint it, but I'm ready and I
1: made my husband bring everything down already. So how was he feeling about that? Well, he didn't complain once and he took it down. So I'm assuming he's okay with it. All right. Well, happy holidays, Heather. You too, Merry Christmas! Thank you, and oh, Merry you Christmas to you. Merry Christmas I know, from don't Heather? you just love it? Let's just embrace <laughs> it, and let's yeah. let's go to Cheryl. We're talking Christmas creepers. You know, people who are already putting up their holidays. I don't. I think we need a better name because I feel like Christmas creep sounds like a pejorative. But mm. anyway, Cheryl, what are you doing?
0: Hi, I am. I just wanted to, cut to call about my friend who is a Christmas creeper. Ooh, okay.
1: Ooh. Tell us more.
0: Yes. Her and her daughter put up Christmas, their tree, all their decorations, MEA weekend.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And d- did she think that that was crazy? Is it unusual for her? Or did- were you giving her crap about it?
0: No, I. Th- she and her daughter have been doing it for years. I think it's kind of crazy. For me, that's too early. But, <laughs> hey, if it makes you happy, go for it.
1: What are uh, What's your tradition? What are you going to do this year?
0: I personally want to start um, putting them up soon, but
1: my wife is listening, so she might think otherwise. (laughs) So she's usually the one that wants to hold off. When do you have to hold off for usually after Thanksgiving? Usually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like just go ahead and do it because wouldn't Thanksgiving be that much more fun if you had a little bit of Christmas around the house?
0: Exactly. Especially with the world we're living in now. Thank
1: Let's you. Have here. I agree, yes, Cheryl. Yes. Here, here. Thank, Thank you, you and happy holidays.
0: Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. And we're telling you, it's healthy. It's healthy. This According is healthy. According to science,
1: it's going to make you a better person. So, Cheryl, go to your wife. Uh, you know, all the other callers who are having pushback at all in their family. Head to your family members and give them this piece of science. Where did this appear?
0: The science appeared in uh, the Journal of Science. Uh, maybe tweet science. it out. Yeah, I'm going to tweet it out for you,
1: and then we'll uh, and then people can uh, yeah. share that as as needed. Yes. All right. Uh, I've, I'm feeling it, man. Let's We're, keep yes. our let's keep our warm Christmas creeping and fuzzy. Now, speaking of warm and fuzzy, maybe you have nostalgic memories of the Spice Girls. Well, good news. We finally know that these ladies are reuniting. Whew, finally. Uh, we'll figure out exactly what they mean by reuniting and uh give you all the details when we come back right here on my talk one oh seven one. They are, they're not. We think they are, they probably are. Wait, they are the Spice Girls are reuniting. And we've got all the details here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts and Sonny today. Colleen will be back on Thursday. You guys apparently we finally know that the Spice Girls are reuniting. Holly, what do we actually know?
0: This is legitimately happening. Bradley, we've we've been teased for what seems like years now that the Spice Girls are getting back together. We get a little tease from LB. We get a little cheese from Jerry. A little Say, cheese. A little cheese, a little tease. Well, now <laughs> they're giving us the big giant slice of cheddar.
1: Okay, well, what's in this? Is it is it a piece of Swiss with a bunch of holes in it? Or is this a big, fat piece of Munster?
0: Well, this is a big, old slice of British cheddar. Okay. Because they're reuniting, but unfortunately, Bradley, they're only going to be in the UK.
1: Yeah, okay, so we know that they're reuniting mm-hmm. uh, in the UK. Uh, what are the details?
0: The details are that the girl group... The Spice Girls, their tour is kicking off in Manchester on June 1st, and then it's wrapping up at London's Wembley Stadium. Also, Bradley, there's only four Spice Girls reuniting. Well,
1: that's the big news, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not all the Spice Girls. It's all the Spice Girls save one.
0: Victoria Beckham. She has decided to sit this one out for reasons we don't know.
1: Well, I was going to say, so, you know, first of all, where are we getting this news directly from?
0: Well, we're getting this news from the BBC. So this is legitimate. The tour dates have been announced. The tickets go on sale this Saturday. So if you're going to be in the UK this summer and you want to see the Spice Girls, (coughs) you can buy tickets this weekend. That would be fun. That would be super fun. Now, a press release that uh, that was issued with the announcement that the Spice Girls are reuniting is that Victoria Beckham... It's not going to join the girls on tour due to quote business commitments. Bloop. Mm -hmm. No, that
1: just means that she doesn't want to be a part of it. We've always known that she's kind of being a stick in the mud. What, what's, what's heartening about this though, is that for a long time, I think a a number of us thought this was just like a storyline that was being kept alive by like Mel B and maybe some of the others to sort of, I don't know, make some money or, you know, get some attention from the tabloids um, at a time when they really weren't otherwise. But now, you know, we know that it, Actually is happening. So clearly they really were working on something. It's not a surprise that Victoria Beckham is not a part of this. And frankly, um, I mean, do we care?
0: I, I think that we care a little bit. Now the spice girls, they haven't really been the Spice Girls since the late 90s because remember when Jerry left the band it was like in 1998 so really the Spice Girls all five together were only an actual group for about a year and a half, two years Oh wow, that's like really it because Jerry left the band then it was the four of them and they released an album together and so they reunited, the last time that they reunited was during the 2012 Olympics in London and they performed uh, during either the opening ceremony or the closing ceremony but really, there. Think of the decades that have passed, where the Spice Girls have not been a thing. They were only a thing for just like a hot second in time in the late '90s. So yeah, they really, blew up. Yeah.
1: They became a sort of a cultural thing. But what I'm saying is, I don't. I guess if I loved the Spice Girls, I don't. I unless I guess. Well, I guess what I am saying is, I maybe wasn't like a super fan what, of the Spice yeah. Girls. But I don't think I would be disappointed if I went to, you know, a Spice Girls concert and didn't see Victoria Beckham. Presuming they're going to do their regular numbers. Yeah. Like, I, like if, they're, if they're good, you're just not even going to realize that she's on not on stage, no, right? No,
0: and I don't think that anyone is going to miss the uh, vocal prowess yeah. of Victoria Beckham.
1: Yeah, so she was not the lead singer.
0: She might have been the weakest link and okay. might have been she totally was. So
1: why why... Is she not doing it then for real?
0: Because she it's knows money. that she stinks, Bradley. Oh, okay, that's my reasoning. So
1: she's just—I think it's got to be because she thinks she's better than everybody else. Like, oh, I've got to protect my—I've got to know, protect
0: my brand. I'm a classy, like I don't sophisticated lady. To lower ah. myself to be, well, and I think that she was I'm making Victoria
1: Beckham. <laughs>
0: well, and I think Bradley, rightfully so, that she, she might be con- uh, perceived as being a little. Uh, standoffish. Now remember last week when Mel B showed up at Heidi Klum's Halloween party in New York City. Oh, it was shady. She was standing under an umbrella. It wasn't even shady. It was just straight up smack talk by putting a face of Victoria Beckham on herself with a mask. And then she was carrying around what looked like either angel wings or a axe. I don't know which one it was. It was really weird. And what did it
1: say? It had words on it.
0: It said no, I am going on. I am not going on tour. Yeah. So she yeah. already said yeah. it the last week.
1: So she must have known last week that of that was not in did. the offing because. Yeah. you wouldn't ruin your possibility of that actually and, happening you know the
0: only reason that i can think that mel B would be so spicy
1: <laughs> ah, yeah, about
0: victoria beckham not going on tour with the spice girls this summer is because they probably got offered less money being a oh, quartet i'm sure I'm sure. than a five-some
1: well because it's like you know the four uh the four tops with like not all four
0: yeah usually were there four
1: the- i'm assuming there were four tops right
0: Yeah, but it's like any kind. I want to make a joke right
1: now, but I'm going to avoid it.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate that. But it's like any kind of uh, legacy act that goes on tour when the Righteous Brothers perform in Las Vegas and there's like a Righteous Brother and then they've got some other guys that are performing.
1: You know, part of that is fine. Again, so long as it's not like the Supremes without Diana Ross. Yeah. Right. Like it would just like you. You'd be like, okay, no, we can't do a Supremes tour. Without Diana Ross, yeah, but we can do it without one of the other ladies.
0: Yeah, and the lady (laughs) being the weakest link. Come at me if you think that Victoria Beckham. Yeah, I don't feel like we've got a ton of of Victoria Beckham
1: super fans.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. That
1: are going to be ticked off. Okay, so so that's the detail. Again, tickets are going to go on sale next week. Uh, This Saturday. Oh, this Saturday. Mm -hmm. Okay, this this Saturday. Saturday. Six spots or six dates in the UK. I hope. I hope things go so well for them that they might contemplate doing. A date or two here they're they're not coming anywhere near us
0: oh my gosh no maybe Chicago if we're lucky I
1: yeah I, if we're I,
0: lucky I doubt
1: it but I, doubt I it wish too. I mm. wish oh that's what I really really want
0: what you really really want
1: okay so when we come back it's d-bag time right
0: it sure is
1: um do you want to give us a little tease of what you got on offer a little tease
0: mm. well my d-bag well, they've been a frequent flyer, I will tell you that. Oh, good. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we'll get all the details on that and more when we do Lord and Lady Douchebag upon a return. Celebrities behaving badly right here on The Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk one oh seven one. There are so many celebrity D-bags We don't even know where to start But we've got two especially for you In a beautiful little segment we put together Called Lord and Lady D-bag
0: Presenting Lord and Lady
1: Douchebag Of the day (laughs) Hi, my name's Pamela Anderson And I have opinions Mm. she's my d-bag today oh do tell Bradley do tell in uh in honor of feminism the third wave of feminism in particular I would like to credit Holly Roberts for uh reminding me of this story I like to do my duty as a feminist Mm -hmm. uh because Pamela Anderson calls the hashtag me too movement a bore and urges common sense would you like to know more oh, yeah. details?
0: Yes, please. Bradley, tell me more about Pamela Anderson's opinions on the Me Too movement. Well,
1: first of all, you might ask yourself, uh, and I saw this story originally reported by a couple of places that made me skeptical. Like, oh, I don't know. Is this somebody really trying? Like, maybe this is somebody trying to start a fight where there wasn't one, Taking but some it words turns out, of context. out. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It turns out. Oh, God, I'm oh. so emotional. <laughs> In a new interview with Australia's 60 Minutes, they got their own version down there. They got something for everything down there. Uh, On Sunday, the former Playboy model slammed Me Too, claiming that it had gone too far. Mm. I think this feminism thing can go too far, says a lady who has, you know, I don't know. Anyway, Uh, she says, (laughs) I'm a feminist, but I think that this third wave of feminism is a bore. I think it paralyzes men. I think this Me Too movement is a bit much for me. I'm sorry. I'll probably get killed for saying that.
0: What does Pamela Anderson mean by a bore? That it doesn't amuse her. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, what? What, did he, what is she saying by uh, t- saying that the Me Too movement is a bore? Well, here's, like,
1: you know, and I and I would I would uh, totally agree with you. I think that like to call it a bore, I'm not quite sure what what
0: is it supposed to entertain you're trying you trying to
1: make yeah, exactly exactly yeah uh, because when i think that's something that's a bore it means something that doesn't grab my attention mm-hmm. uh, at the very least well she goes on to sort of illustrate her ideas uh or her opinions by saying quote my mother taught me you don't go into hotel with a stranger into a hotel with a stranger if someone opens the door in a bathrobe and it's supposed to be a business meeting maybe i should go with someone else i think some things are just common sense or if uh or if you go in get the job. I'm Canadian. I'm going to speak my mind. I'm sorry. I'm not politically correct. So I think what she's saying is, um, buyer beware women. You have to like sort of be on the lookout. And if something seems too good to be true, it probably is. I think all of those things are understandable, right? Like that, seems like I understand what she's saying mm-hmm. on a personal level mm-hmm. that she was raised to sort of be suspicious and be wary and be cautious. And Act on attention. the defensive. Yeah, just um yeah, all of those things. I think those things are legitimately valid. But to then paint uh, with a broad brush an entire movement, which is based on you know, trying to advocate for women who've been sexually assaulted and not blame them for the things that happened to them. I think she like really misses the mark. Like she's, maybe she's conflating two different things because again, all of those things can be true and you can be a supportive person of the me too movement. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's not
1: saying that like women can't be in control of their own destiny or they can't even in
0: control of their own sexuality, which is what, it seems that she's getting at by saying that it's a bore, meaning that perhaps she's thinking that it, is not fun in a sexually adventurous way but that's not true the me too movement is about speaking out against experiencing sexual assault yeah you can still have fun sexy times yeah that's not what you can flirt you can flirt you know you can have consensual experiences with i mean i just went to
1: thunder from down under this weekend and i'm here to tell you that flirting is alive and well (sighs) I mean, at one point, the guy, the host said, you ladies, you can fur, fur, just don't fur, Mm-hmm. Speaking of the, you know, their ability to touch things, <laughs> you can fur, fur it, just don't fur, fur it.
0: Uh huh. So I'm here to tell you, I think <laughs> yeah. all of those
1: things are alive and well. And I think that's the point that you're making.
0: Yes, of course. It's alive and well.
1: But it's that notion that, like, if. I don't I don't know where where it gets lost in translation for some people when it comes to the Me Too movement like none of the things that happened to the victims of Harvey Weinstein should have happened period end of story there is nothing more to say right like you 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 can say that you would have done something different than the women that were victims but to imply that those women should have done something differently and if they didn't therefore they deserve it that yep. the implication seems that seems a little, um, not a little, that just seems very sort of small-minded as far as I'm concerned. Like, oh, you were lucky, Pamela Anderson, because you followed your mom's advice and something didn't happen to you. Right. Well, I think that has to do more with luck than yeah. what your mother's advice was. Exactly. Because there are women for whom maybe did follow their mother's advice and were still sexually assaulted and harassed.
0: Exactly. Oh, okay. Pamela Anderson, D-baggy.
1: She's always been sort of a, a, um, a bomb thrower, right, when it comes to... Um, opinions about things yes i mean she's also the woman that was bringing vegan treats to uh, julian assange, julian assange <laughs> in the ecuadorian embassy or something or the embassy in ecuador yeah right
0: and i feel like she still may have a relationship with him
1: yeah so she's just always been sort of a fringy person anyway okay who's yeah your
0: d-bag? okay my d-bag is a frequent flyer like i said before the break people magazine it's my bag oh, of the You're making day. the whole People
1: magazine. Wait, what are I they mean, up to?
0: What aren't they up to today, Bradley? So I'm making people.com my D bag of the day because of this exclusive headline that's running on their website this afternoon. Justin Bieber feels something is missing from life, but is grateful for Haley Baldwin. Source. Okay. The story goes. Justin Bieber feels empty sometimes, even though his life is filled with plenty to be grateful for, including his wife, Haley Baldwin, an insider tells People magazine. Haley Baldwin, probably the insider.
1: Yeah. Tell us why, because I think this is genius. <laughs> yes. Why would she be talking to People Magazine?
0: Why would she be talking to People Magazine? Haley Baldwin. Now, we're running under the assumption that Justin Bieber, Bieber and Haley Baldwin are legally married. Yeah. Because I feel like that's never been completely 100% I don't know clear. why it has to
1: be a dumb mystery, but yeah. uh, like the, this has just been like this weird, wild goose chase.
0: Exactly. So their relationship has had a lot of ups and downs, even though it's only really been since this summer. Most recently, Justin Bieber has been photographed crying at Harry Potter World with Haley Baldwin. And this is not new. This is not this new. This has happened
1: multiple times. Yeah,
0: out crying in public. Uh, he recently shaved off all of his hair. And you was
1: know. recently, like today, seen doing push-ups before his car broke down and singing for fans.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot of erratic behavior coming out of Justin Bieber. The source tells People magazine that, Justin has his ups and down days just like everyone else.
1: No, actually, he doesn't.
0: Yeah, actually, what he struggles with mostly is that he knows he is beyond blessed. But he has days when he feels completely empty and confused. So what this People Magazine article is trying to do is justify Justin Bieber's erratic behavior. Now, you and I read the tabloids and see stuff that's going on with Justin Bieber. And quite frankly, it's really concerning.
1: Yeah. And in fact, you said it last week or you you said something last week. And I'm just like, you know, we need to pay attention to... To Justin Bieber before something really bad happens. Because yeah. this behavior that he is exhibiting is not normal. And you could you could make a case probably that it's normal for him. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least that this is not the first time he is engaged in erratic behavior and been fine. But I think that these are moments when... People should be paying more attention and not just sort of blowing things off as him being crazy. Normal people don't behave this way.
0: Exactly, and so People Magazine is debaggy because they're trying to normalize his behavior, creating and you this think narrative. It's because-
1: his people are trying to, well, specifically Haley Baldwin, in this case, is trying to throw them off the scent.
0: Yeah, they want to think that everything is normal. I think that this is coming from Haley Baldwin and her people and that she's trying to control this narrative. Now, it could be his management, too, or it could be any number of people it's who are involved it. It's probably a combo platter. Yeah, because Justin Bieber, let's face it, Bradley, he's worth a lot of money.
1: You know, it's interesting, especially I think there is something incredibly broken with Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber. And probably a lot of other celebrities, in fact, we'll talk about a little bit later in the show, a lot more than you realize. And it's it's, you know, the machines behind them that are trying to sort of clean up the mess.
0: Yeah. So People Magazine, you're my D-bag of the day for running that Mm. stupid story. Well, Mm.
1: something tells me that that we're going to see more of this. I think again, this erratic behavior business. I mean. It ain't going to end well. No. It's just not going to end no. well. So somebody, I hope somebody's who's actually in a position to do something can actually help. Exactly. All right. <clears throat> when we come back. Oh, I'm going to drop a bomb on you, baby. Da, 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 I dropped a bomb, bomb on, me. on me. And you know the bomb. I'm going to tell you who Khloe Kardashian's real father is. What? And why. That's huge. And why we're all about to find out together very soon so i'll give you a heads up we'll talk about why when we come back right here on my talk 107.1 i got a secret and i'm gonna share it with you but only you you can't tell anybody okay welcome back to the colleen and bradley show here on my talk 107.1 streaming live doing everything entertainment Uh, today i'm joined by holly roberts and sonny's on the board thank you ladies guess what i'm gonna tell you who Chloe Kardashian's real father is.
0: <gasps> what? What? Isn't it Robert Kardashian? No. We already know her real dad. No.
1: Mm. You've heard these rumors before, Sonny? I have. Okay. <laughs> Holly, obviously, I know you have. <clears throat> we um let me give you a little backstory before I tell you who it is. I will tell you not only who it is, but I will tell you uh that we are all going to find out very soon. Oh. So, um, you know, let me tell you uh what I know
0: little story about a man named Jed?
1: Yes. Actually, his name is not Jed, but I'll get there. So you know that I listened to the Crazy Days and Nights podcast, which is the guy who does our blind items, Enti Lawyer. That's his nickname. He's this guy in Hollywood, an entertainment lawyer. He's got all the secrets because people come to him with the secrets. Mm -hmm. And he's doing these podcasts now, and he's going deep on all sorts of stuff. Last week, we talked about Amanda Bynes, or two weeks ago, Amanda Bynes, and then Johnny Depp. You name it. I just listened to one this morning on Britney Spears. Oof. We'll get there. But Khloe Kardashian, there was what he calls a basement blast on Khloe Kardashian this weekend on a Friday night. Where he just sits in his basement and like lets it all hang out about Khloe Kardashian. And the thing that he talked about was her father. Now, Holly, we've heard these rumors before that Robert Kardashian is not her father, right? Yeah,
0: we've heard these rumors for years. And uh, usually there's a couple of names that come up when people speculate about who is Khloe Kardashian's real dad. So one person that comes up is a man named Alex Rolden. You don't know his name, but he used to be Kris Jenner's hair stylist back in the day. And when you look at a photograph of Chloe Kardashian next to Alex, one would say, "Oh. Hmm. I mean,
1: it's shocking. You had told me about this one originally and I looked it up. <clears throat> excuse me. And I was like, I mean, that's the same person exactly with a wig on. That's what Chloe looks like, this man with a wig.
0: Yeah, particularly if you look at pictures from Alex back in the early 90s, uh, when he was the same age probably that Khloe Kardashian was a couple of years ago, you're like, oh my goodness. So that's one guy.
1: Who's the other guy that people often say is her father?
0: The other man would be none other than... OJ Simpson. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. He is the other person that's brought up as possibly being Khloe Kardashian's real dad. Now, the connection there, of course, Chris uh, Jenner, Robert Kardashian, used to be friends with OJ Simpson, no, Nicole Brown they Simpson. They all ran around in the, they same all ran in the same circles. Now,
1: there's actually another famous person who's often put to the paternity of Khloe Kardashian. Do you know who that is? No, I don't. Lionel Richie. Oh, really? Yeah, like there's a whole big long theory about Lionel Richie and I will tell you that um, Enti Lawyer goes through all of these people and mm-hmm. lays out a case for each of them and then ultimately tells you who it is. <gasps> Do you want to know? Oh, my
0: God. I want to yes, know. know. I know. We okay. both want to know. Please, Bradley, it's, tell us.
1: According who... to Enti Lawyer, Khloe Kardashian's dad is Alex Roldan. Now, ah. Alex Roldan, again, the like hairstylist mm-hmm. for the stars. Now, here's the case that he makes. First of all, he says we're all going to find out and it's basically going to be a very... Sp- I'm Bradley Trainer,
0: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
1: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner, LLC.
0: We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Special episode kind of thing. Oh, really? Um, but it's going to be more than that because it's. if it were just an episode, we'd probably talk about it and you know, move on. This is going to be something a little bit bigger. <clears throat> I don't remember exactly how he said it's all going to go down, but essentially watch for it. They're going to announce this. Why? Because they know this. Now you'll remember there was already an episode about where they did like a 23 and me, uh, um, DNA, DNA, DNA test. Mm-hmm. And there was a scene that they left in where I think it was Kylie or one of the, the younger ones said, Chloe, you have a lot of this color that nobody else has on your chart, mm. insinuating that like there was something amiss with her. Well, there's just something different about her. <clears throat> now, they never say what it is, but that's just sort of like a little tease. Interesting. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing with Alex Roldan. He has been around since back in the 80s. Right. When Chloe was born in like 82 or 3. hmm So allegedly, he had an affair with... Chris at that time, blah blah blah, apparently at that time, Robert and her were not having sex, blah blah blah. he has been around since now here's the interesting thing. He has never been in photos with Chris Jenner, like no photos
0: no photos of Alex and Chris Jenner correct. together
1: correct they've not been you know they don't appear together he's still doing her hair or whatever. Well, guess what what? On the a very special episode of Ellen, you know when she's scaring everybody with uh, somebody in a box mm-hmm. yes. backstage. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> well, there's one with Chris Jenner. Well, Chris Jenner. It's basically you celebrities are coming into the studio to do interviews or whatever. They're going through the backstage area. There's this box that somebody jumps out of and it's like, "Boo!" Yeah, And ah, scary. then they have the secret camera and they watch people's reactions. Well, yeah, one of funny, those huh? people was Chris Jenner. In her entourage, in this filmed video clip, which again. Bloop! Of course, they know this is going to happen mm-hmm. because you're not just going to have a bunch of willy nilly people show up on TV with you that aren't
0: yeah authorized. Yeah, I really left with Monique and Oprah. Okay, so yeah. So,
1: who is right next to Chris Jenner as she's walking into the backstage area to get scared, and who is right next to her when she's getting scared?
0: <gasps> it's Alex. Alex Roden. Now. Have we seen this footage of Chris Jenner being scared yes. on the Ellen show? Yes. When did, when did that air? Do we I have don't a date? Was it just a couple of years ago? <laughs> no,
1: this was this this year.
0: This year. No, so
1: the point is...
0: They're slowly prepping us for the reveal And there's by one other example where
1: he shows up, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's in that podcast if you listen to the whole Crazy Days and Nights podcast where he lays out that like there's another recent incident where he shows up where the, he has never shown up before. Mm. So you have these two examples, and that's why he thinks it's going to be relatively soon that we're going to learn that that, in fact, um, because they already all know, but yeah. now we are going to learn that that's actually... Chloe's father. Oh, this is
0: fantastically juicy. I love it so much. Here's what
1: I love about this story. Again, this is just the speculation from this guy, anti-lawyer. He's a 300-pound entertainment lawyer in a basement somewhere in L.A.
0: But we like listen to his gossip.
1: And who Mm -hmm. knows what he's saying, whether it's true or not. But I guarantee you, if it's like any of the other major stories that he has covered far in advance of them being revealed... There is going to be a point at which we're going to find something out. And at that point, it's just going to make me think that this guy, he knows more than uh, most people in Hollywood.
0: That is fantastic. An interesting strategy on the part of the Kardashians because they've always denied... That Khloe Kardashian has a different father than Robert Kardashian. And they used to take offense at it, actually, uh, throughout the years when somebody would speculate, hey, you know, Khloe, I don't really know if Robert Kardashian is your biological father because we're looking at the photos here. And I am they would always, And they, they would always shoot it down. And their strategy would be not only would they shoot it down, but we are offended that you would even speculate about something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because it didn't conform to whatever narrative. And now, yeah. look, here's the thing. And ND Lawyer makes this point very well. And if you're just joining us, we're talking about who Khloe Kardashian's real dad is. And I know you're like, why do I care? I oh, care because yeah, you do. I love the stories about what's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But he does point out at the beginning, he's like, look, the bottom line is Robert Kardashian is her dad. He's right. the one who raised her. He treated her like his child. You know, it is not to say that that that's not important and necessary and that that isn't a part of the story, but like every part of these people's lives, they have used it. They have, uh, manipulated it and made it a part of whatever narrative they use to then make money for, you know, their prospective projects, whatever it is. So yeah. this is just one more example of how they're taking their actual life and turning it into something commercial.
0: Mm-hmm. And Which- we were talking about that earlier today with some of the blind items from crazy basically saying that Khloe Kardashian is going to appear on an upcoming issue of People magazine on their cover, announcing her official split from Tristan Thompson and Bradley earlier in the show, you put the pieces of the puzzle together. From last night's episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, like, oh, okay, now we're hearing about the cheating on Khloe Kardashian in the episode today. Well, no wonder they haven't announced their official yeah. breakup because it's not good for business.
1: Exactly. Khloe Kardashian can't tell you that she's breaking up with the man after she found out about all the cheating because if she did, it wouldn't, it would all be done before the show actually aired, which.
0: Oh, my God. They just
1: took us on a big ride. What is happening? Well, speaking of what's oh. happening and uh, the big ride that we're on, I want to talk more pop culture uh, when we come back. Celebrity secrets, etc. Um In fact, Crazy Days and Nights, that podcast, he talks about how we basically all are, you know, choose to believe certain Hollywood myths. Well, let's talk about some of those myths. Things like relationships, Brad and Angelina, Ooh. Brittany and Justin Timberlake. Mm. Let's talk about celebrity myths and those that you believe when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. At
0: NetApp, we'll bring the love of cloud. You bring your passion to change the world. With NetApp, you'll experience secure access to your data anywhere, anytime. Running your apps on the clouds of your choice. Machine learning and automation to optimize infrastructure. It's time to unlock all of data's possibilities. What we're doing with the cloud is just the beginning. NetApp, for the love of cloud. Tap the ad or visit netapp.com love to see how amazing the cloud can be. Splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a three-in-one formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. And its advanced beading technology keeps you seeing safely all year long. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash. Pick some up at Walmart today.